All right, Candace, from the elementary standpoint, why, and as a, as a parent, why is Korean technical education important? It changed his whole life and perception of things. Having this opportunity to go to school for a job that is going to become a career just changed his trajectory. He's like a whole different person. He is, he loves the people he works with. He loves the guidance he gets. He goes to class with joy. Yeah. You know? Which you so probably didn't see in high school. I did not. <laughs> we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. And tonight, today, Mike, we are playing from home. I think we're the first ones in the building here inside of the CTE conference room. I was. Well, you were. <laughs> you were. You always are, though. Mike, man, I'm telling you, Mike, uh, he, he comes to work with the birds. I am. Early bird gets oh, the worm. No. The birds were still sleeping in the trees when I got here. <laughs> the birds are like, turn the lights off, Mike. Turn the lights off. But today we are playing from home, and uh, we got two guests for you to hear from, another mother-son team. This is like our second mother-son episode. Uh, well, I guess last the last episode we did mother son was last season yeah being that it's 2023 now yep but they're still close because that was in like december but we so. do them pretty often yeah, actually we do. It's, it's a regular thing yeah it's a thing that it's certainly a thing that we do but we have another mother son tandem here today but first i gotta remind you as always check us out on social media facebook instagram twitter youtube linkedin tiktok all at the handle henrico cte henrico cte.com for information on all the programs we offer your student here in henrico county and mike tell them where else they can find the podcast you can find the podcast on all of your major podcast apps uh and the majority of your minor ones uh look us up you know i'm sure you have a favorite for listening to podcasts uh like and subscribe don't miss an episode we've got over 100 episodes over and we're into our fifth season so if you haven't listened to us before you've got plenty of uh catching up to do plenty of, <laughs> plenty of catching up to do we talk to business professionals we talk to parents we talk to students mm-hmm. so pretty much every angle of cte we try to cover here so a lot to listen to a lot to learn from and a lot to experience so go back and give those episodes a listen now for your feature presentation i haven't said that in a long time now for your feature presentation to Today, we are speaking with Stefan Corbin, sheet metal helper with Colonial Web, and Candace Wilkerson, Director of Elementary Education here in Henrico County for Henrico County Public Schools. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Henrico CTE Now. Awesome. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. And, 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 and as I hinted at earlier, it's like... Seven, early. early, it's like early, early. It's like 7.30. So uh, some of the fir- first folks here uh, to make it into the CTE offices today to start off our Tuesday. So uh, what does an average day look like in you guys' position? I just mentioned some titles. So Candace, we'll start with you. If you can give us the SparkNotes version, because I know you got a lot going on. (laughs) I uh, do. Being over elementary education. For sure. Usually my day starts checking email. And um, usually I visit schools. I mean, that's an average day. I have 15 elementary schools under me, so I usually try to get to at least two 
elementary schools today. So after I leave here, I'll be headed to an elementary school who is missing an ASP today, and I'll be serving in that role for part of the morning. ASP, you got to break the acronym down. I'm sorry, assistant (laughs) principal or associate principal. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So so you make an, an effort really to go out there and be visible for the elementary schools in Henrico County. Why is that important? It's important that teachers see us, not just the principal see us, but that teachers and students see us and parents see us as well. That we're not people that sit in our office, but we're truly a support system. First of all, in my role, starting with principals. You know, a support system, a problem solver, a thought partner, and then somebody that supports families and will support teachers and students as well. That's awesome. So you're going to be playing the role of the uh, assistant principal here today. They have me for an hour and a half. For an hour and a half. Before I go to another school. (laughs) But that's pretty cool that you do uh, try to give support in in that way. So, Corbin, average day for you. Sheet metal helper at Colonial Web. We have a really good relationship with Colonial Web. What's an average day look like for you? And I understand you're still in school. Yeah, um, pretty much um, we start the day with just um, stretching and making sure we um, talk. But then we just talk about, like, safety hazards and um, how we can have a safe work day. Pretty much um, we talk about where we're going to be working at, the hazards for that job that day, and get to it. What kind of uh, projects are you working on right now? Right now I'm at a QTS which is Quality Technology Services, and it is um, a data center, I believe, for Meta. Right now I'm working with crack units. The cooling units for the cool. server rooms you yeah. were saying before. Yeah, the cooling room. I'm pretty much just watching another contracting company um, working on our crack units. Yeah, right, so, right now that's what I'm doing. Yeah, so Meta certainly trying to make their impact over here oh my gosh. In, the, in the Henrico uh, with that uh, data center. Oh, there's like three on the road we're on. There's yeah. another one that's like a million square feet. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, we've had some of our, our students have been out there before in the past. And Rashawn and I tagged along and immediately was told, yeah. oh, you guys yeah, got yeah, to put, put the cameras? Hey, put, put those, those cam- away. Yeah, put those cameras <laughs> away. <laughs> Proprietary information here. Yes. Facebook <laughs> has lots of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Meta now, Facebook. Meta, you know, hand in hand. So you have to come to work every day. You have to work to be a a valuable member of society. So what do you enjoy most about the work that you do every day? And we'll start with you, Corbin. Pretty much, I love the sense of accomplishment you get. Like, I mean, you're literally helping build society. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I I know today I feel like it's not very well well looked upon but i very much enjoy my job well that's part of the reason why we, we're doing this we're trying to flip that on its end yeah. to because because the thing is like without the trades any trade without yeah. you take one away and society starts to crack yeah you know it, it allows us to do what we do be able to have hot running water in the house get a shower uh cook your food you know um you couldn't function we couldn't survive as a society as we do today without all these different trades so there's always somebody to call to fix whatever we have a problem with so it's it's a great thing it it shouldn't it should never be looked down upon and that's the thing we've we've created it to make it so to where it's so soft now yeah to where you're you're you have the the delu- the delu- delusional 
sight that is like just it magically appears now. Yeah. Like no, there's always man. a person behind all that. There's guys out here. There's lots of people behind that, and man. there should, but unfortunately, there should be more. <laughs> yeah, and that's this is the foundation of society. Like, well, one of them, like, oh man. If tomorrow or this morning everybody, yeah, everybody woke up and their air conditioners were not working, or today it's cold outside, if their heat's not working, they're going to call somebody before they make it to the bathroom. Oh, you better, <laughs> oh, you better believe they're going to call. They're going to pick up that no. cell phone on the next to the bed and go, "When can you come out? What do you mean I got to wait for three hours?" And, <laughs> you ready to cry? Exactly. You ready to cry? And, 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 yeah, I know I'd be crying if the heat was out as cold yeah. as it is out here today in Virginia. But uh, I want to get to you, Candice. Uh, what do you enjoy most about the work that you do uh, every day? So. So kind of like Stefan is satisfying. Um, the biggest part is seeing children still, you know, seeing children going in the lunchroom, visiting classrooms, watching kids learn feeds me and being able to point out all the positives. Yeah. That I see rather than, you know, we tend to hear all the bad negative things, but finding every great thing that I can find feeds me. Yeah, that's wonderful. And, you know, and you talk about two uh, professions and two fields uh, uh, that need people, education certainly being one of them. And uh, obviously, trades is a topic that we cover oh, here definitely. all the time. So, you know, I was wanting to get some positives out there as to the people in these fields. What do they enjoy about being in these fields? And maybe people listening say, hey, you know. Yeah, give us a shot. Yeah, we ha- we have a, you know, there's things that we enjoy about our jobs. And yeah, everybody's got something. Hopefully, well, you, you, you got. Otherwise, you're in the wrong job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, find something else right there. And career exposure is certainly key. And speaking of career exposure, let's talk career paths. Stefan, let's start with you. How did you get into this line of work that you're in right now? Mac. Thank God for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is our director. If you haven't heard, director of career technical education or workforce and career development. If you hadn't heard. I really wish I had something like like this when I was younger. Like, oh man, like I would have just the the amount that people have been helping me at my job. That's the thing. Like a lot of these jobs, they they can't become just jobs because of the people that's there. But the people that the group, thank God for the group group of people that I'm working with because they actually have been putting forth an effort to help better me because I've been trying to put forth an effort better myself. And um, they've been really, like, gung-ho about yeah. making sure I succeed, telling me what I need to do. If I'm messing up, hey, this is how you correct. So it's been I couldn't ask for nothing more, man. Sounds like you're getting a lot of support, and that's something that some of our students, especially trade students, they, they kind of worry about. I think all students, when they worry about graduating from high school, yep. Because it's the big unknown. They're just going to throw me in the deep end. That sounds like that's just not what It's the great unknown. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Especially with my. Man, most people are. Get get eaten out of shots. (laughs) (laughs) And you just can't throw people like that. When you need. You really need to give people directions. Like with this CTE, if I would have known about this. When I was like 18, oh my goodness. So you went to uh, Goochland, the the, the school system in Goochland. And uh, so there was no career technical education programs uh, there. Not until, like, I want to say like a year or two after I left. Okay. And what year was that that you graduated? 2013. 2013. So, okay, this is fairly recent. And I understand that they do have programs now. They do. Okay. So they do have programs now. We met the directors. My sisters are benefiting. What were you saying about your sister? My little sister is benefiting. She is like, go. Great. She's probably going to be 
just fine because of that. Yeah. The programs they have now. And right, she wants to be a CNA, but eventually work her way up to nurse practitioner. Yes, she does. Okay, so uh, I understand you had a little bit of college, uh, a college background as well. You started college, and then what happened? Man, I did not see the purpose of me learning about Shakespeare while I'm in my automotive class. I was <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> so it's just like, what am I? What am I learning this for? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just learning things just to forget them, gotcha. just to pass the next test. Yeah, which is a waste of time. Yeah. So, Listen. so when you finally got to Colonial Web, how did you know that? Hey, I could really thrive here, and I I, I could really find success inside of this this line of work. With the first mechanic I worked with, when he explained everything to me, because I coming from a background of not doing hands on stuff like that. Not me, and thinking it's so hard that I just can't do. Man, when he broke it down to me, I was like, "Oh, this is nothing." Like you just need to pay attention and like absorb the information that's being put out. Well, it's a different type of learning that you hadn't experienced before, probably. Yeah, the hands-on part. That's the thing. Yeah, and I fig- and I figured out a little bit about myself when I do things with my stuff with my hands. I learned just like that. Yeah, same thing for me. I mean, I've always been in a situation where I can sit there and read the book, but until I start trying to do it, yeah. I'm not going to get it. It's oh. nothing wrong with learning by doing, and that yeah. sounds like something that that sounds like your path of learning. Heck yeah. I think the best way to learn, at least for me, was just to, like, you can, people can tell you things, but once you really do it and you, you feel what's going on, like, that's a... You're not going to forget it. And, 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 Mike, we talk about that all the time, and I alluded to it a little bit. We're talking career exposure, and this is why career exposure is, import, is important. If Stefan had been exposed to hands-on careers, as maybe early as middle school, we started talking to kids at, well, really elementary Elementary, school, yeah, elementary, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we start talking to kids about different career pathways, and, 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 and so the goal is to really make sure that they understand what's out there so they can aspire to it. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, when we're talking to the elementary kids, Depending on how young they are, it started off as superheroes, and then we end up with we were HVAC technicians. Oh, we get we to high school, but we got to get. It's like you're not going to be able to be a superhero, but that's fun to think about now. But, you know, I always try to gear them towards something maybe like uh, we can criminal be in justice. justice league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Justice League. I always try to gear them towards something like criminal justice, but they, we do hear our sh- our share of Spider Man and Batman and, and Superman. And, but it's at still the it's level. great to to sit there and talk to some of these young people. And the, their minds are just, I mean, it's just, they're going off in so many different directions. And and then some of them we're seeing, we've been doing this for a while, recruiting in, in, uh, for the ACE centers and, and different things, and get to see the kids as they um, progress and, and how they're changing. And this year we've actually been able to go out to some middle schools and and everybody's just they're ready to absorb it they're ready to learn something new and exciting and i'm so glad that we're fine we are now talking more to the middle schoolers and definitely now more to, to uh talking to uh by career exposure to the elementary students i remember last year you all coming to harvey elementary mm-hmm. And the students came and share, shared with the Our fifth graders yep. all the different things that they're doing. And the kids thank their principal for the opportunity to see everything that's happening. So, yeah, the Career Ambassadors has just become an amazing program. Yeah. I mean, I, it's great. I think the earlier you expose them, the better, man. Yes. Because like, they got to be I, thinking about it, they got to be start thinking about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
as, when they, as soon as they can talk. <laughs> well, in, in some in some societies, not in, in this country, but in some countries, I mean, they're already gearing the the kids and picking a profession for them. Yeah, where the the, the child doesn't necessarily pick it. I mean, we it's heard being it, picked for them. We heard it, and in, then uh, they're getting training. We heard it when we talked to that professor that came from Germany that one yes, time. Yes, exactly. Uh, I about forgot how, about him. How uh, Germany's school system works, where they yep. kind of think about the end in mind but Candace, I want to get your take on uh, the question that the original question before we go off on too, uh, too much of a tangent <laughs> what, what was your career path were you always in education or were you always in- interested in education I was I was one of those weird kids that kind of knew what they wanted to do um, in high school yeah me too I knew I wanted to be marketing communications or something like that in high school so I, I was yeah. odd I knew exactly what I wanted to do so I was more of the traditional path other than I worked some other jobs to be able to afford college, but you know, I went from high school to college, got a teaching job, started my master's degree, and so I followed that path. But it was not so much so that I thought that college was the only answer, yeah. because my family's very different. But my thought was college was the path I had to take to do the job I wanted to do. And that should be the thought. And that's that's our argument there, that start with the end in mind. Uh, nothing wrong with college. If you have to go, go ahead and get it knocked out well, and get it out of the way. For her career path, it was necessary. Yeah, you got to you know, do She's it. not going to be able to do it any other way. Yeah. And in other situations, my situation, you know, I've gotten to where I have from because I'm a lifetime learner. Something else pops up every once in a while, every some so many years, ten years or so, and goes, you know, that looks interesting. I want to figure out how to do that. <laughs> yeah, and Candace, you uh, you hinted at it a little bit, but I want to dig a little bit deeper. So, what does career exploration look like at the elementary school level? We know it's important. What does it look like at the elementary school level for Henrico County right now? So there is a lot of connection of math and science, particularly to careers. Even one elementary school last summer did a whole career camp, Camp 3401. Oh, wow. Yeah, where they explored for four weeks different different careers. Um, they went to different job sites, they even went to Channel 6 News. Each week they explored a different career. But that all sprang from the CT ambassadors oh. coming to that school. Okay. Sparked that camp okay when i visit classrooms making connections to careers especially like i said in science and math not just solving a problem but people really working to connect those problems to real life well you had something to say mike she just said that making that connection you know she's referring to science and math and making that connection and making that connection to careers that i mean that's one of the things that we're, we we talk about all the time is that and i think it's right on the website it's like we're giving yeah. you the reason why you're doing this we're t- you know answering the, why the, yeah the, the the cte programs whether the comprehensive or a center programs they're giving you they're answering that question why am i doing this well because you need it you know, said, oh, I won't need this math. I won't need. It. Well, sometimes you will, and, and I'm sure you've already experienced that Dude, with what you're doing with the HVAC the stuff. The Pythagorean theorem came. Up. I got so scared. Really, I panicked. I was like, "What is going on?" I could get away. He said, oh, oh, "Oh no, middle school all over again." Snuck back up on you. Started sweating. I said, no. <laughs> but, oh. but but how do you, I, I, I want to dig deeper there? How do you see like average everyday school stuff applying to to your job? So, like, for a good example is doing offsets where you have to, like, 
this is a hallway, like coming through here. You have a piece of duct coming down and then coming through and then going to like right here. You have to do an equation to make that offset. And it, I, I was amazed when the first time I saw my mechanic do this. I was like, man. I, Does this have to do with the airflow and it? And when you make a turn, it's slowing the air down. Well, pretty much the offset is pretty much making the duct go to a lower. Like you have to. That's pretty much how I can describe it. It's right. Like that. You're changing elevation. You're yes. going here. You're dropping it down. They're going and continuing on. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. And so you have to use math and, and maybe a little bit of science to, to get that there. Yeah. You understand it because it's situational. You know what I'm saying? It's very clear. It's in front of your face. So it's like, it's not like you're not going to be sitting there scratching your head because once you, it's still, once you're doing it, it's like, oh, we got you. Yeah, so the why kind of helps you understand why it, yes. it needs to be done this way, uh, as opposed to just maybe like reading a, a theory behind why it needs to be done. You actually physically see why it needs to be done, which I think is important, Mike. Makes a Definitely. big difference. What were your career goals when you were in grade school? And did you have any career goals? <laughs> were you like, hey, I want to be a teacher like mom? I want to be an astronaut. I was like, <laughs> you want to be Batman, you know? Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Batman. I'm always trying to save Gotham, bro. There you go. <laughs> but what were your career goals in school? If you, had, you know, if you had any? I mean, honestly, I didn't really have much direction, man. I just knew I didn't want to be broke. <laughs> yeah, no one wants. That's to do a that. good to be broke, man. That's no, not a bad that. motivation. Yeah, don't be broke. <laughs> yeah, like don't be don't be under the tree somewhere. That was yeah. the whole. And I was just like, man, like I really wish I could have. Um, I just thought someone was just gonna fall out the sky. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, nah, you really just got to be some effort. Yeah, you got to really put in some effort, man. You got to really find like, and that's the thing. I wish I had the opportunity to to be exposed to different things. Yeah, like and not have to go to warehouses where my soul is being sucked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Walmart and Amazon, just not like this is not it, man. Yeah, I heard. I heard, I heard the climate gets a little rough, especially in the, in Amazon for seasonal workers in, in particular. But Candace, what, what, what did you see? What did you see him doing growing up? Or did you ever notice maybe that he he maybe leaned towards working with his hands? Or like, what was that journey like for you? So not so much um, working with his hands, but like. You know, I always gave them books and stuff to read. He was more geared towards machinery kinds of things, uh. cars kinds of things, those kinds of topics, rather than a story. It was more what's real um, kinds of things. And when I was raising him, I was a single mom. Gotcha. So I think that may have had a part with not being so crazy about the hands-on stuff because he didn't get that till later. Yeah. You know, when when we met dad and he learned to change oil and all of those kinds of things. But um, I'm still he, trying to learn to change oil. I need to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Toyota just hit me over the head, but that's another, <laughs> that's another story. But, okay, so he did start getting some uh, hands-on experience. He once. did. As he, as he got older, um, when I remarried, my husband is very hands-on, so he passed those kinds of skills on to him but from a little kid he was never interested in like the fiction and the stories it was always submarines or cars or anything that was like machine like so um in elementary education i know we, we talked about it a little bit but how can we better or how can we better help parents identify maybe different careers that students would be interested in that maybe they're not necessarily thinking about by just looking at some hobbies that 
maybe your, your child has taken a liking to or your student has taken a liking to? I think just the communication piece, communicating the opportunities and communicating more when kids are younger, what's out there. I'm amazed at all the programs I see at the ACE centers that when he was going to school weren't out there. We didn't know. So I think the big thing is starting to communicate and share what's out there when kids are in elementary school. Yeah. Having opportunities to see in real time some of the possibilities of what they can do. Career technical education, obviously all about career exploration. I mean, you can hashtag career exploration on this entire podcast right here. So uh, how do you guys see career technical education helping students relate to the real world? And you can just tell me from the lens of elementary education, but how do you see, like from your experience, maybe helping would have helped you know you relate maybe more so to the real world so when you're doing that duck work you can see the math and science inside of those things you really need the the exposure to these like many like not just like you can't just throw like one or two at people you need to like kind of flood them yeah because it's a lot like in 2022 people are making money and making a nice living doing all kinds of things man you really got to expose them to a lot. They tend to be exposed to things that are not as easy as they think it is, you know, because yes. we're, we're seeing that with the elementary schools where it switched from the superheroes to I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, it, man. It was overnight. It was crazy. And that's, I want to do that. I want to do that. And I'm like, I well, want to you know, unbox toys on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there are people that do that and, and are, are successful at it, but it's not something you can just flip a switch and it works. Yeah. It doesn't work for everybody. It's like being an actor or an actress. Not everybody's cut out for it. So just what you're saying, you, they've got to be exposed to the options they're not hearing out there talking with their friends and who they're talking to online and what they're seeing online. So it's got to be us. It's got to be the parents getting w- that information out. One thing I've learned too, things that are most worth doing are going to be the hardest too. And that's one thing I wish I had learned really on, earlier on too. Like it's not gonna just fall in your lap. You're gonna have to bleed and go through the mud to get there. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the thing bleed, is, cry, shed a little tear. Yeah, yeah. oh man, business, but it's worth it at the end. It is when you get to the top of that mountain and you look down, like yo, I did this. <laughs> and, the, and the classes you're taking now are more meaningful to you. Yeah, don't you think from Colonial Web? Yeah, um, especially my teacher. My teacher is a heck, heck of a guy. He's very real with um. I'm thinking we met him. I think I know we who probably he's talking did. about. Yeah. His probably name did. is Troy. Troy. That does sound familiar, but what, talk a little bit about those classes. What are you guys learning in those classes? And once you pass those classes, what does that mean for your career? I believe I get my journeyman's or okay. something. Like sure, that. getting certified. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. See, that's the thing that a lot of students, you know, it's like what you said, you know, you've, you've got to put the effort in. It's not just going to fall into your lap. But these companies are waiting for you to come to them yeah. because they're doing everything they can to get the information out that they're looking to hire you. And, and in many cases, they're not concerned whether you have any experience because they're willing to train you and they're sending you to class right now. Yeah. You know, you didn't get an HVAC certification you know, out of the ACE Center at Henrico County. You, you know, you went to Goochland. Now they're doing it, but they didn't do it at the time. Yeah. You know, so you, you missed that opportunity. But even if you miss it, there's still a, there's still the 
options out there for you to yeah. get out there and get a job and not just get a job but start a career yeah. and they're going to be there right next to you the whole time providing you with continuing education and it doesn't matter what it is i don't care if you're turning wrenches in an auto mechanic shop or you're working out at colonial web they're there making sure that you have the knowledge you need to do to be successful and if you're successful you're making them successful and people people don't realize how uh, expensive it is to actually get those classes in to to become a journeyman uh, in your field oh yeah my boss told me he was like yeah Yeah. don't waste this man this is like i think it's like six seven thousand dollars so so they're putting the bill for your education too oh yeah yep all so. I just got to show up and smile. <laughs> <laughs> show up and smile, study well, study and show, well. That test. And show, that, and show that you know the uh, information. But what's yeah. your grade in your class right uh, now? 96. There 96. you go. There you I go. Mean, because it's meaningful. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. There's there's a lot of, you know, a lot of times students, it's like, you know, th- when they're in school, it's like we were talking before. They, they're not making the connection. Yeah. So they're not necessarily putting in the effort they don't see any repercussions coming from that lack of effort later on. I know I didn't. You know, I didn't. I, I did what I needed to do just to pass, you know. <laughs> and it, it's to, to, as an adult now, I still struggle with certain things that I didn't concentrate well, on in school. Stephen's over there like, a preach, man, man preach. when I tell you. <laughs> comment on that. The worst thing you can do is hand someone something. I think that's the worst thing that's happened to my generation. Well, I'm certainly glad, Stephen, that you that you found uh, you know something that that you enjoy and something that that you're good at and that's something somebody's willing to pay you for so that's the ultimate combination right there you enjoy it (laughs) you're good at it and they'll pay you for it so and it's got benefits and it's got oh yeah and they're paying for your education as well but candace uh (laughs) but candace i kind of want to close the show with this and i asked Stephen, uh stephan this question uh earlier how do you see cte helping students at the elementary school level, really relate with their learning. As you heard, that's important. My man's got a 97 in class. Going hard. Oh, man, that's almost perfect. <laughs> How do you see career and technical education helping students relate to those wise, to those real-world experiences that can help them succeed in the classroom if they understand this math and this science and, and this English can really help me be successful after I leave high school? I think seeing what it leads to understanding that I'm not solving these problems just to solve these problems. Yeah. But the ability to solve problems will help me in my career to solve problems. It's it's not something that I'm showing up to that's not fruitful. Yeah. There's some benefit to it. I am so thankful that I had just happened to talk to Mac about him wanting to start to take classes. And he was like, well, let me make a phone call. And he called Mitch Haddon from from Colonial Web and got him an interview. I mean, just knowing that what you're doing in school builds upon a career, an ability or a way to be able to take care of your family. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be college. You know, he's been open to a whole new world with with people that are thriving in their careers. And it wasn't necessarily a college path. So just letting young kids know that 
you know, is not necessarily four to six years of college. It's not for everybody, and that's okay. That's okay, and that that's okay part I think is is the most important part because a lot of we still get the stigma, right, Mike? That oh yeah, this is somehow less than or or less education. less education. Yeah, he still if he was going out there to get that journeyman on his own, he still would be having to pay for his education. Yep. But we're seeing all kinds of programs like Colonial Web foot the bill for that education. And just the I feel like the amount of debt that people go into going to these big universities yeah. and stuff scares the mess out of me. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> no, the debt that, that is real. college I got, you were twenty and you ain't finished paying for it till you were forty. Hey man, look, I'm thirty right now and I don't think I'll be even close to done. <laughs> man. And it's just like it's scary to me. I don't think you should have to do all that. Yeah, you know, that that is certainly uh we, we agree on that, but yeah. that is a conversation for a hundred percent is as far as uh, uh, college debt is concerned. I, I think that, that one of the things you just touched on that is that a lot of what we're doing here in Henrico County with CTE, the ACE centers, the comprehensive programs, uh, the work at Mac is doing, we're all doing here is making those connections with the local businesses. Yeah. Because if we see it on signing day, well, yeah, we see it on signing day. You have a conversation with Mac, and he's like, you know, let me make a phone call. Our business partnerships yeah. are so broad. I mean, there's with Mac, or and it's it's not just with Mac. You know, Mac didn't. There's such Mac doesn't always have to make the phone call. You know, we were we were out at Regency just for, on Friday at the Adult Education Center. It's getting built, and we had students out there, and, and we had a couple of masonry students, and we there was a presentation. They had some uh, contractors out there. But a, a, a contract, actually the owner of James River Exteriors, comes in because he want, he he heard about one of yeah. our students. He was one interested of in one of our masonry students. He yeah. pulled him aside and did an interview. Yep. He wow. goes out. And we're talking about wow. kids. Oh, come on. We're talking about kids that are like, uh, yeah. not even, they haven't even graduated yet. No. Wow. And so it's demand. We, we have a skill. The students getting the skills that are That's in demand. Man. And uh, just imagine, I was talking to Mike about it. I was like, I can't imagine just. You graduate high school, you know you got a full time opportunity. Yeah. Th- these these connections that that the school system's making and getting them out to the students, it's it's not just teaching them; it's providing them with opportunities that they wouldn't have gotten any other way. Any other way, you got to get. The, we have the skills that are in demand, and we're in constant conversation uh, with those companies as far as what you know. What, what do we need to be teaching the students so that that the school we're always teaching them stuff that is in demand and that is valuable to many industries and there's many ways to be successful some require college some do not a great many do not and we want you to know that it's okay to seek those avenues that don't require college and sorry to seek those avenues that do require college don't feel pressured any any way just go based on what is it? What is your general interest in? What don't you mind to do? What can you find that people will pay you for? What can you find that you're good at? And then uh, I want to close uh, with remarks. Rashawn is so like good about keeping it balanced. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to. I can't do it. He no, does. he can't. So, <laughs> why is career technical education important? With all this in mind, to bring the show to a close, just to show you got options, man. Like, and that there's ways to go that you don't. You, if you want to go to college, fine. If you have to go to college, fine too. But if you don't, hey, CT. There's money to Save be made. Some money. There's money, Save there's some money. money to be Save made. Save some money, man. All right, Candace, from the elementary standpoint, why, and as a, as a parent, why is current technical education important? It changed his whole life and perception of things. Having this opportunity to go to school for a job that is going to become a career just changed his trajectory. He's like a whole different 
person. He is, he loves the people he works with. He loves the guidance he gets. He goes to class with joy. Yeah. You know? Which you probably didn't see in high school. I did not. (laughs) Not even a little bit. I did not. This child graduated with an advanced diploma. And was like, oh, Ooh, I graduated with an advanced diploma. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't for him. Yeah. It was It was for me. It was for his sister. It wasn't for him. But um, I just think it's important that kids know every possible opportunity that they have to be successful, whether it be going to college and taking that path or doing career and technical education, being aware of every possibility that's out there so that they can make an informed decision. Yeah, and career te- technical education, you mentioned your daughter's going to uh, – trying to work to be a nurse practitioner. Yes. So that's that's an example of where CTE will you will require a little bit of college to uh, a, a little bit of schooling little not necessarily bit. college. A lot of most. A lot of it. A lot of it to be a nurse practitioner. And so she wants to get a taste of it yeah. through CNA. Through She's CNA. like I want to get a little taste of CNA before I commit. Yeah. And that and is the perfect that is a perfect storm right Mike. Yeah, yeah that's because what we want. The, the the education they're getting when they do go to school outside of their high school life. They've got a heads up yeah. because they've already started. They're gonna they're, the peers that are starting with them when they go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, once they get their first nursing job and they're going to school to go to get the the RN position and 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 then eventually the nurse practitioner. They've already got a head start. They are mm-hmm. they've learned the basic biology and and a lot of the the techniques and and the prescri- you know the things with the prescriptions and remembering all those. I mean, all that's happening now. So when you actually are in college. You've already got a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. So it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. Instead of getting thrown into the into the fire like everybody else, you've are you're going to cruise in. Yeah, when you go to college uh, to be when she does go to college to be uh, a nurse practitioner, if she does enjoy CNA, a lot of the stuff she'll be like, hey, I learned a lot of this when I was taking my CTE courses. All right, guys, got to bring the show to to a close. Otherwise, it'd probably be an hour long show. And I try to keep these. I like those. At least I I try to keep you like them, but I got edited down to forty five minutes. (laughs) So try to keep these about 45 minutes. All right. Uh, all right. So I want to say thank you guys so much for joining us uh, on this early morning edition of Henrico CTE Now. But first, I got to remind you guys, the listening audience, check us out Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, and TikTok, all at the handle Henrico CTE. HenricoCTE.com for information on all the programs we offer your student in Henrico County. And Mike, tell them where the other platforms where they can find the podcast you can find uh, the podcast on all the major podcast apps and most of the minor ones uh, as I find new ones I add them uh, like and subscribe don't miss an episode lots of catching up we got 100 episodes and uh, this has been Henrico CTE now until next time so long everyone <laughs> <laughs>